Hi friends, I'm Sandra Peoples, one of the co-hosts for Key Ministry, the podcast. Thank you so much for taking time to listen as we make the transition to the summer season. We had a great first month of episodes and we are especially thankful for those of you who have subscribed and those who have given us a five-star rating. You're helping other families and ministry leaders know that this could be a helpful podcast for them as well. At my church outside of Houston, Texas, I serve as the inclusion coordinator for special needs families. I love that my title communicates that I am serving the entire family because as a special needs sibling and mom, I know that a truly inclusive church ministers to and with each and every family member. If my church growing up hadn't welcomed my sister, then they wouldn't have welcomed me. And if my church now didn't welcome my son, I wouldn't be able to attend either. That's why in today's episode, I'd like to share five ways that churches can support and encourage special needs families this summer. Summer can be a challenging time for families like mine, but our church families can come alongside of us to help relieve some of that stress and show us the love of Christ. So let's jump into our five things that churches can do to bless special needs families this summer. So the first one is have an inclusive vacation Bible school. Now, really, (laughs) they should have an inclusive everything, right? But I think VBS especially can be such a blessing not only to the families in your church, but to families in the whole community. Because families like mine, special needs families, are often looking for activities that their kids can do. And so if your church offers VBS, you can make sure that it's inclusive of kids with disabilities. So you can have buddies that pair with the kids who may need some extra help. You can open up your sensory rooms so that they can get breaks. You can just make it as inclusive as possible so that as many families as possible are able to attend. Now, I wrote an article about this for Lifeway Research a couple of weeks ago, and so I'm going to link it in the show notes at keyministry.org slash podcast so that you can check it out there. But the number one thing really on our list today is have an inclusive VBS, have inclusive kids camps, (laughs) have inclusive Sunday morning activities, Make sure that you're keeping these families in mind so that they are able to be a part of everything that every other family is able to be a part of this summer. Now, number two is host a respite event. Our church does four respite events a year, and it's just a time where special needs families can drop off the child with a disability and the typical siblings for a couple of hours of fun with our trained volunteers and the parents can go do whatever they need to do. They can go to dinner. They can go shopping. They can go home and take a nap. They can do whatever feels restorative and restful to them while their kids are with us. Now, if that feels kind of overwhelming or intimidating, there's two organizations that I want to tell you about that will help you do everything that you would need to do for respite event. They help with um, registration, they help with activities, they help with follow-up, all of that. So the two organizations are 99 Balloons 
and Nathaniel's Hope. And there's links to both of those in the show notes. And so if you are thinking about just ways that you can bless the special needs families that attend your church, and again, bless the special needs families in your community, hosting a respite event this summer is a great way to do that. So number three, this one is close to my heart, and it is to check in on the typical siblings in the family. Now, as I said, I am a typical sibling. I have an older sister with Down syndrome, and I'm a a mom of a child with autism and also of a typical 16-year-old older brother. And so I know the challenges that siblings face, and it can feel especially challenging in the summer when it seems like their friends' families are off doing things that um, their family can't do. So, for example, our family can't go see a movie together. That's just too stressful for James. And so if we want to go see a movie, (laughs) we have to find somebody else to watch James or... Uh, Just one of us, either my husband or I, get to take David and go. And so it's just one of those things that most typical families don't even know that other families like mine wouldn't be able to do together. And so when I say check in on the typical siblings, I mean a couple of things. I mean check in and make sure that they are able to make it to the church's activities that are open to them, whether that's youth group activities or other special things. Maybe the whole family doesn't want to go or isn't able to go, but the typical sibling wants to go. And so you could just reach out and offer that family a ride and make sure that the the siblings have the opportunity to join in on the fun. You could also include them in the summer activities that are fun for your family that they don't usually get to do, whether that is going to the movie or going to the beach for the day. We live close to Houston, and so that's something that we could do just in a day and then come back home, go to the lake, go to a water park, go get snow cones, any of those things (laughs) that you are doing with your kids as a typical family would be pretty fun to invite a sibling to as well so that they feel like they're getting that full summer experience. And so The third suggestion is to just check in on the typical siblings, make sure that they're able to get to the church activities that they want to go to, but also invite them along to some of the fun things that your family is doing that they may want to be a part of too. Okay, number four, the fourth suggestion is to offer practical help. Now, every special needs family Offering practical help may look different for each one, and but I just want to give you this piece of advice because it's something that I learned years ago that has really been helpful when I am offering advice to another family, and that is don't say, let me know how I can help <laughs> because special needs families, especially in the summer, face a lot of decision fatigue. They have so many decisions they have to make, so many priorities they have to set, so many things that they do to decrease the stress and anxiety on their family that when you say, oh, I want to help, you just have to tell me how to help you, they may not even be able to do that. They may not be able to articulate the help that they need. And so one of the ways that I have done, like been able to offer practical help and avoid saying, let me know how I can help is just to give the person an option to say, hey, on Monday, uh, I'd like to bring dinner over. Does Monday work for you? Or would Tuesday be better? Or, um, hey, as we talked about, like checking in on the typical siblings, you can, that's 
part of practical help too to say hey on Thursday we're going out for snow cones can I come and pick your son up would it be better if we went at 10 in the morning or at 3 in the afternoon or whatever you can do to offer help that eliminates the big decisions and you just give them a small decision to make (laughs) like I'm running to the grocery store can I pick up anything for you all of those things would be super helpful and just like allow that family to kind of just do a big exhale (laughs) because they know they're getting help but but they're not having to make the big decisions about it so any practical help that you can offer even like going by and putting a gift card in their mailbox or um, if you know they have a swimming pool ordering a new floaty for them on Amazon and having it delivered to their house any of those little things would be super fun and and really just communicate that you care about the family and that you want to help them in a practical way but one of the things to remember is just try to avoid saying let me know how I can help and just make the decision smaller for them so they're only picking from a couple of options now if they say no if you say hey can I bring dinner by on Monday or Tuesday and they say no thank you to both nights give it give it some time try something else say um, hey, I just read this great book and I think you would like it. I'm going to come by and stick it in your under your rug at the front door. You don't even have to answer the doorbell. So just keep trying different things until maybe something clicks and and it's actually the kind of help that they really need. Okay, the fifth one. This is the the last of the five that we're talking about today. The fifth one is, and this is more for the church really than for Um, like one family to do for another family. But the fifth one is provide a scholarship to help that family or the individual with a disability to be able to go to camp. So there are family camps all across the country. Johnny and Friends does family camp retreats and campgrounds at different locations. We have one uh, outside of Houston here in Texas. And so families, special needs families can pick a week. There's usually three or four different weeks that you can go and the whole family can enjoy camp together. And there's other opportunities too, besides Johnny and friends, but they can be pretty expensive. (laughs) And so it's helpful if they can get some scholarship help. If a church can say, here's a couple of hundred dollars that will help offset the cost of you being able to go to this family camp. Or there's also lots of camp opportunities for the person with a disability. So not the whole family, but maybe the, the person with a disability, but they're more expensive than just sending the typical kids to camp because these camps have more nurses on staff. They have a, a, a lower ratio, so it's maybe one helper for one camper. And so the camp can be more expensive. And so another thing that a church can do to bless a family is to just offer that scholarship help. You know, it can be from somebody that the family knows well, and and they can offer that to the family and just say, hey, we we have this the funds to be able to do this. And we would love to be able to help your family be able to go to this family camp or help your son or daughter be able to attend a camp this summer that they may be interested in going to. And so that's one way that a church can really show the love of Christ and show generosity to that family because you understand that there's lots of actual extra expenses that go into being a special needs family, whether that is therapy cost, 
the cost of being on the road going to all those therapy appointments. It could be special diets that cost more money, insurance costs more, some of the mobility aids that they have or or the learning resources that they need. All of that can can just be a financial burden on a family above and beyond what a typical family would spend. And so being able to offer scholarship money would be really such a blessing for a family like mine. So the five things that we talked about, let's recap them. Uh, Have an inclusive VBS and an inclusive everything (laughs) over the summer. Host a respite event. And I talked about 99 Balloons and Nathaniel's Hope being resources if you're looking for how to host a respite event. Number three, check on the typical siblings. Make sure that they are making it to the church activities that they want to attend. Or if you can invite them along with some of the fun things that your family is doing. Number four, offer practical help. Uh, But we said, don't say, let me know how I can help offer some very specific things so that you help decrease their decision fatigue. And then the fifth one provides scholarship help to camp for the individual or for the family. And I mentioned Johnny and Friends camps, but there are lots of different opportunities for camp, either family camp or camps for just the individual. So those are my five suggestions, the five ways that Uh, your church and even your family can bless another special needs family. Um, Summertime can be fun. It really can, but it can also be stressful for families who thrive on routine or families that feel limited by challenges and conditions that, that just being a part of their family brings on. The church has a great opportunity to make these struggling families feel loved and included. So let's pray together to close our time and let's pray for ourselves and for these families. God, thank you for the opportunity to show love to the families we serve this summer. Thank you for all they mean to our church. We know you designed the church family to rejoice together in times of rejoicing and share the burden in challenging seasons. So please help us to be prayerful and proactive about ways we can support families and bless our communities. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again, friends, for spending time with us today. Remember, all the links that I mentioned will be in the show notes at keyministry.org slash podcast. And if you haven't left a rating yet, today is a great day to take that step. It only takes a couple of seconds to hit that five-star rating, but it really makes a big difference for another family or another ministry leader who's wondering if this is the right podcast for them. And when they see your rating, they know that they may benefit from listening as well. We really appreciate your support and are so thankful that you are part of our community here at Key Ministry.